No matter how much we know or think we know about God and His Word, there is always more. Today on Always More, Rebecca Keener discusses how the Holy Spirit is relevant to our everyday lives. He is the one who is our comforter in times of need and gives us the power to live a victorious life. Now, here's Rebecca. Well, hello everybody and welcome again to Always More. So nice to have all of you with me today and I hope you'll just grab a cup of coffee or a cup of tea and get your Bible, get your pens. We're going to just, I've got some notes here I want to share with you and we're talking today about the wonderful Holy Spirit. And you know, no matter how much we know about the Holy Spirit, no matter how much we study, no matter how much we learn as we go through life about the Holy Spirit, you know, there's always more. There's always more to learn, to, to grow in. And so I just want to encourage you today in the Lord. And let's just have a word of prayer. We'll get right into our lesson today. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for every person who is tuning in. I ask you, Lord, to bless them today and just let this word sink down in their spirit and let them just draw upon it again and again and again. Lord, bless their homes, bless their families, bless their children, bless their grandchildren. God, and take their life and do something powerful with it. We ask in Jesus' name, amen. Well, you know, on our program, the first program that uh, we've uh, been able to share with you always more was on the Holy Spirit is our power. He is our power source. And then the last time we were together, we talked about how the Holy Spirit is our comforter. He's the one who just wraps his arms around us when we don't know what to do, and he just brings us comfort like nobody else can. And so today we want to talk about how the Holy Spirit is our counselor. Isn't that good? And we find all of this in God's Word as we begin to delve in that he is our counselor and our companion. So we want to look at today our first scripture. If you want to turn with me in your Bibles to John 14, 16 through 17, we'll read our text together. And it says this, starting with verse 16, it says, I, this is Jesus speaking, I will ask the Father and he will give you another comforter. And another word for that is counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, and standby, and he will remain with you forever. Verse 17, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it does not see him or know him or recognize him, but you know, you know, you listening to me today, you know the Holy Spirit, you know his voice, you know his anointing, I used to say, I may not know when the anointing is, but I know when it ain't. Amen. And so I pray you feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And it says you recognize him for you. Uh, he will be with you constantly, constantly. Everybody just say constantly. The Holy Spirit is with me constantly. Amen. And he will be not just with you, Jesus said, but he will be in you. So we see there that the spirit of truth, because sometimes it takes the Lord to speak truth to us. Other people can speak it, speak it, speak it, and we just don't even listen or it doesn't resonate with us, but let the Holy Ghost speak a word. And I mean, it just almost is like a light bulb turning on in our spirit. And, you know, that's how the Holy Spirit as our counselor is. 
Proverbs 11 and 14, I love this. It says this, where there is no counsel, where there's no counsel, people um, fall, they will fall down. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. In the multitude of counselors, there is safety. And Psalm 1 says, blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. So if you're in a situation right now and you need counseling, you need help, you need support, you need somebody speaking into your life, and you're listening to ungodly people telling you what to do, you just need to leave him. You just need to, whatever it is that they're telling you to do, you just need to uh, uh, just check out. You need to do something illegal or whatever it is. That's the voice of the ungodly. But the Bible says in Psalm 1, blessed is the man who does not listen to ungodly counsel. They, they listen to godly counsel. And so the Holy Spirit can do that either directly or through another person or through his word. And we're going to get into that a little bit more. But the word comforter or counselor actually means this. It means parakletos, called to the side of another. Isn't that good? that the Holy Spirit, when he was sent to earth by Jesus Christ through the finished work of the cross, and Jesus took his place in heaven at the right hand of the Father, he sent the Holy Spirit here to the earth for us to be able to enjoy and to live a victorious life so that we could be more than a conqueror, that the Holy Spirit is our paracletus, and he is called to stick and stay by our side. No matter what, he's with us. On the way down to the studio today to be with you, as I was driving on 85, I said, Holy Spirit, you got to be with me. If anybody's driven on I-85 in Atlanta, you know what I'm talking about. You need the Holy Spirit. Amen. When I was trying to get these, uh, these programs prepared and praying and listening to God, what is it that you would have me to say? I said, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, you got to counsel me. You got to tell me what to say. You got to show me what to say. And he gives us that truth and he gives us that wisdom. So he is the third person of the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Some of you said that in the Apostles' Creed growing up all your life, but you never really even knew what it meant. Amen. And the Holy Spirit is almost the forgotten person of our culture today. A lot of people rebel against God because they don't want holiness. They just want to live in just wild, unabandoned, wild rebellion. Look wild, act wild, run wild. You know, that's kind of the theme of the day. But you know what? Whenever there's holiness, holy actually is the word order. That means if your life is in total chaos and disorder, you need the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit will bring order. He brings peace. He brings joy. He brings all of his fruits and all of his gifts with him that we will receive. And the paraclete sticks with us closer than a brother. I love that. You know, I think about it this way. I have this little dog at home. And he was adopted for our son on his 10th birthday uh, from a shelter. And his name is Max. He's a little black and white rat terrier mix. We don't even know what he is. But we say he's filled with the Holy Spirit. And everywhere I go, 
For some reason, that dog took up with me, and he's my buddy. And everywhere I go in my house, if I go to the laundry room, he goes to the laundry room. If I go brush my teeth, he goes and stands with me. If I have a cup of coffee, he wants the cup of coffee, and he's right there with me. If I'm eating, he wants to be sitting at the table. Like I, I almost think if I took him in a restaurant and sat him in a baby chair, he would sit there. I mean, he's just that kind of a dog, and everybody laughs about it, that this dog just everywhere I go. If I go upstairs, he runs upstairs. If I'm coming right back down, he jumps down and runs right back down with me. And there was a day that, well, many days that I've just gotten so aggravated. I just think, why can't I just get away from this dog and have just a minute without this dog? And the Lord said to me, he said, don't you ever complain and grumble about that dog. He said, because it is a picture of the Holy Spirit in your life, who is your paraclete? And everywhere you go, he's going to be sticking right there with you when he's welcome, when you're asking him, when you're asking him to lead you and guide you. He is right there with you. Glory. He is the friend that sticks closer than a brother. So you think about this. Those of my friends out there who may be widowed or maybe, you know, single, living alone. I have so many girlfriends who've believed God for many years for a husband. So many friends who are widowed and people who have lost loved ones and they're, they're in their homes a, a, alone. But you know, the beautiful thing about the Holy Spirit as our counselor is we're never alone. He's always there to counsel us, to comfort us, to empower us. We are never alone. Say that with me right now. I am never alone because I have the Holy Spirit. I used to have a friend and she would actually set a place at her table and she'd say, this is a seat for the Holy Spirit. And I thought that was a little far out. I didn't quite understand that. But, you know, that was just a, a visual reminder, like my little dog Max, that the Holy Spirit is with her. She's not alone. She's not living alone after her husband passed away, but she has company. She has a friend who loves her and is there to give her counsel. You know, uh, one of the commentaries that I read said this. It said, during the Lord's earthly ministry, Jesus had guided, he had guarded, he had taught his disciples. But now in John 14 through 16, see, this is where Jesus is preparing the disciples that he's leaving them. He's going to the cross and things are going to change and you're going to be without me. You're not going to be able to see me anymore. But he was preparing them that, that, that he was going to leave. But his promise was that the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Christ, the Holy Spirit would come to the disciples and dwell in them and be beside them, taking the place of the Master's physical presence. Jesus called the Spirit another comforter, of the same kind. And you know, all throughout the Old Testament, uh, David said when he was confessing his sin, there were, there were examples in the Old Testament of how the Holy Spirit would leave someone. Even Saul, Saul, the Bible says that God's Spirit departed Saul. Uh, that's in 1 Samuel 16 and 14, that his spirit actually was so grieved. And I think we can get to that place where if we're in rebellion or we're doing things, which, you know, I did in my early teens and in uh, early 20s, all throughout my teenage years and college and 20s, 
you know, I had received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but I had uh, gotten in rebellion and started running with the wrong crowd and just making bad decisions. And, and, I, and I, I believe I grieved the Holy Spirit. So we can actually choose not to walk with the Holy Spirit. And that was the case with Saul. And then David, when he was confessing his sin, he asked the Lord in Psalm 51, he said, please, Lord, don't take your spirit from me. Amen. And that's what we in America need to be praying. God, don't take your spirit from us. Don't take your spirit from the White House. Don't take your spirit from uh, the major cities of America. Don't take your spirit from our schools. See, we have pushed holiness and the Holy Spirit and God's word out. And in exchange, we have received death and destruction because the Bible says that the wages of sin is death. It's death. It's painful. And you know, I believe in counselors. Counselors are wonderful. I've shared with you, my husband and I have been married uh, 30 plus years this year. And uh, through the years, we've had uh, we've been through the fire and the flood. Let's just say it like that. We've had some very wonderful years of blessing, and we've had some, some very challenging years of want. We've had some wonderful years of peace where we just loved each other and got along. Everything was great, and we've had some knockdown dragouts. And if you uh, want to know about it, my children will probably tell you. But, um, you know, it's been up and down. And, and through the years, one of the things that the Lord has blessed us with is good, godly, marital counseling. You know, I, one time we went to this counselor and his uh, office was down in the, his dark basement. We went down there and, and I didn't want to be there and Edward didn't want to be there. But he began to speak truth and life and we had been led there to go there we felt like that's where God wanted us to be and you know that was years ago but some of the things that he counseled and gave to us we still use today we still uh, have used as a foundation for our marriage and then uh, years ago we went through a very difficult crisis and we, we there was no other way we needed intervention have you ever been there where you just you just are in a situation and you need intervention? Not tomorrow, but right now. Some of you may be in that place today where you need a pastoral counseling. You need somebody to, to speak into your life and to pray for you. And that's where Edward and I were. And, and uh, Pastor Leo Godzich, he was our counselor. And he's gone on to be with the Lord uh, but his wife, Molly, still carries on the work of the Lord through the National Association of Marriage Enhancement. And he began to counsel us. And I'll never forget, one day he looked across his desk and he said to me, he said almost as if he was shaking his finger saying, young lady, but he said, uh, you need to be his, speaking of my husband, his number one cheerleader. And I just looked back at him and I thought, okay. This is crazy. And I said, well, what do you expect me to say? I mean, at that point, things had gotten so low. Anybody out there know what I'm talking about? That, you know, uh, things can get so bad off that you can't think of one good thing about your spouse or about your family member that you're having difficulty with, you know, but God counseled me through that word. I've thought about that through the years that I need to be his chief cheerleader. I need to cheer him on and encourage him. And 
what great counsel, what great wisdom that was for me at that time. You know, the Message Bible, John 16 and 12, says it this way. It says, the friend will come and take you by the hand. The friend being, capital F, the Holy Spirit. The friend will take you by the hand and lead you into all truth. That there are times when we've been so deceived and so off track by the devil that it takes the Holy Spirit of the living God intervening in our situation and taking us by the hand and he has to pull us sometimes and lead us into all truth. I thank, I thank God that there is a Holy Spirit. He is real. He's, he's as real as my next breath. He's as real as you sitting there listening to me today. And without him, our world would be a very, very dark, depraved place. Isaiah 11 and 2 says this, And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, speaking of Jesus, and that's the Holy Spirit that rested on Jesus. There was evidence of that when he was baptized by John, and the Holy Spirit came down and rested on his shoulder as a sign of confirmation that the Spirit of the Lord, confirming his word, his prophecy from prophet Isaiah, the, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, there's times when you need wisdom and it can't come from this world. It can't come from a, a therapist. It can't come from a, a psychotherapist. It can't come from a psychiatrist. Not to knock them, they're wonderful, that's great. And there's many that are filled with the Holy Spirit or, or Christians, you know, to give you good godly counsel. But you need the wisdom of God. And so God is the one to give you that wisdom and that understanding. The spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and fear of the Lord. And then John 15, 26 says, but when the helper comes, when he comes, you receive him there at home. When he's tapping on you, he's saying, hey, I'm here. You've been ignoring me. Listen to me. I'm here to help you. When the helper comes, when I send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will bear witness about me. See, that's the thing of the Holy Spirit. For those of you who think, well, I don't, oh, I've never heard about the Holy Spirit. Is it, you know, some Pentecostal church where they're handling snakes or they're running or they're acting weird, they're falling down, you know, they're speaking in tongues. I don't want any of that. Let's don't talk about the Holy Spirit. Let's just, you know, we, just, we don't want to know about the Holy Spirit. But, you know, the, the thing that, that Jesus said is that the Holy Spirit bears witness to him. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Christ. It is his nature. It is his word. And it's all confirmed to you. And you have a peace about it. This is the Holy Spirit. This is the Holy Spirit speaking to me, counseling me, telling me what I need to do. Now, I want to share with you some personal things, some ways that the Holy Spirit has counseled me through the years. As a young student, I was at Oral Roberts University, and it was very um, far from home, and it was expensive, and I was considering not staying at the school anymore, and I began to pray. I began to pray. I began to seek the Lord. I said, Holy Spirit, you got to speak to me. He was getting a hold of my life and pulling me out of rebellion and making bad decisions and redeeming my life and delivering me. And I just, it doesn't happen like this always, but I just turned in the word that day and I turned to 
Jeremiah 42 and 10. I still have it underlined in that same Bible that I was reading that day. And I was in the floor on my face praying. And that word says, if you stay in this land, I will build you up and I will not tear you down. I will plant you and I will not uproot you. And I knew that was a word from the Holy Spirit for me. I knew that was counsel for me that day. And some people said, oh, no, it's not. No, that's not what that means. But I knew you have an inner witness. I knew that was the Holy Spirit speaking through me. And then the Holy Spirit will speak through wise counsel. And we've talked about that. You know, find you a godly counselor. That ought to be the first prerequisite. When you're looking for a counselor, look for somebody who is a Christian counselor who will counsel you in the Word of God because there's, there's no other counsel. I mean, any other counsel outside of the Word of God will get us completely off track. And then we're in more trouble than we were when we started. Amen? And the Holy Spirit will counsel you through the preaching of the Word. You know, we have to hear the Holy Spirit through the preaching of the Word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And, you know, we grow in our understanding when we're listening to preaching, good teaching, good sound biblical teaching. When you've planted yourself in a good church and gotten you a good pastor who will speak the truth into you and preach the Word of God, that's good counseling. That's just like you sitting down in a counseling session, amen? And the Lord is speaking to you. And then <clears throat> there are times through a word of knowledge, which is one of the gifts of the Spirit, that the Holy Spirit will counsel you. And one time I was praying about many years ago, we lived up in a little community in North Georgia, and I was a young mama. Davis, I think, was two or three at the time. And the Lord put on my heart to start a prayer group in the neighborhood. And this neighborhood was not a real Christian neighborhood. It was more social. <clears throat> and some of the ladies there had started a group called the Kudzu Literary Society. And I mean, it was, you know, it was a serious thing. The Kudzu Literary Society. Now, if you're in the South, you know what kudzu is. It's this plant that just grows and takes over. Amen? And so... I heard the Lord tell me he would wake me up every night at 3.33 and tell me that I was supposed to start the, this uh, Bible study and to invite the Kudzu Literary Society. And I didn't want to do it. I said, Lord, I can't do it. I cannot do it. I'm not going to do it. And every night he would wake me up at 3.33, 3.33. And so time went on. I didn't obey the Lord. And we had gone to a prayer meeting at our church. And during one of a break, as we were taking a little break during this prayer meeting to come back, we were actually walking around the campus and praying over the campus. A man walked up to me and his wife was behind him. And he came up to me and he said, hello, and kind of went through the formalities. And then he pointed his finger and he looked at me and he said, the Lord has been waking me up every night at 3.33, and he's saying, Kutsu, Kutsu. He said it three times, Kutsu. And I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit came all over me, and I began to weep, and I sat down in the pew, and his wife saw me crying, and she came up, and she said, What did you do to her? What did you do to her? 
And he said, I didn't do anything. All I did was say kudzu, and she started crying. Well, then I was able to get my composure. I was able to share with him that the Lord had been dealing with me at 3.33, and I had been hearing those words, kudzu. And you know, I started that prayer group. I went on to start it. And uh, uh, to my knowledge, it is still going today. And many of those ladies that were part of that Kudzu Literary Society, they came and they began to get in the Word and we began to pray together and it changed our neighborhood. See, it's just one step of obedience and one word of counsel that the Lord wants to give you. And then through prayer, you will be counseled. When you don't know which way to go, you don't know how to proceed, just ask God, open the doors that no man can shut. Shut the doors that no man can open. Trust him and, and declare over your life, my life and times are in your hands, God. These are the scriptures I pray. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. He'll direct your steps. And then Psalm 37 23, you know this one. The steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. See, we take counsel in these scriptures because they're breathed by the Holy Spirit. And we know that God is directing our steps and he is the one who is counseling us and giving us wisdom to move forward and to do whatever it is that he's called us to do. There are some of you watching today and you've never given your life to Jesus Christ and you know Today's my day. I've got to do it today. Do you know that if you were to die today, would you go to heaven? If not, pray with me. Let's agree. Let's settle it today and ask the Holy Spirit who wants to be your counselor. He wants to get you out of that mess that you're in, whatever situation it is. He's gotten me out of many messes and he's wonderful. He's not just a counselor. He's a wonderful counselor. Amen. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray for every person listening who's never received you as Lord and Savior. We just ask you, Lord, just say it with me. Father, I ask you in Jesus' name, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I ask you to direct my steps and give me good counsel. Let me hear your wise counsel. And I will serve you all the days of my life. Amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. And we have a place where you can email us or send us a, a letter. And the information will be on your screen. And we uh, want to know how God is moving in your life, how the Holy Spirit is counseling you, how he's speaking to you, because he wants to do that. And whatever it is that God's told you to do, step out in obedience. Don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed to be obedient and do what the Lord has told you to do because lives are at stake and people's lives will change and be blessed because you took a step of faith. You know, um, if you have joined us today and you um, are just seeking for more of the Holy Spirit, we pray that you'll tune in because we're just going to get into this. And no matter how much we know about the Holy Spirit, there is always more. Thank you for joining us today. It's been wonderful to be with you. God bless you. And until next time, remember that no matter how much you know about the Lord, there is always more. 
God bless. This program is brought to you by Heritage Christian Fellowship Incorporated and faithful friends like you. Your tax-deductible donation to Heritage Christian Fellowship Incorporated, founded in 1974, will be used to support this program. To find out more about how you can be a part of sending the gospel through Always More, contact us at alwaysmoretv.org.